Hey, welcome back to Business Casual. This is Lee Winnie and Miles Brown. How are you doing today, Miles? I'm doing pretty good. How was your weekend? It, I didn't do anything. That's the best kind of weekend I could ask for. How about you? <laughs> well, I've ran a bunch of errands, got some stuff together uh, for my wife's birthday party this weekend. And other than that, just glad to spend time with family. You know, one of those weekends. <laughs> Yeah, oh, well, tell your wife happy birthday, the Sagittarius. My daughter is also a Sagittarius. <laughs> happy birthday. We're going to talk about a, it's a pretty interesting topic, I think, and I think it impacts a lot of people. So why don't you tell them a little bit about the topic that we're going to discuss today? So the topic today is why it's so hard for strong people to reach out and ask for help. Um, this topic strikes me as one that needs to be talked about because a lot of times we don't know that the strongest people next to us are suffering because they wear such strong faces um, and they're normally the ones that people lean on but when it's time for them to lean they really can't find comfort in reaching out and asking for support and a lot of our strongest people are very close to crumbling and falling down. And I just wanted to kind of discuss uh, just that subject and kind of give encouragement to people who are finding themselves in a season in life where, they're, where they've always been the strong one, but now they need help. Um, and one of the things that um, led about this today was just some things that I had to come to grips with in my own life. Uh, when I was young, my mother had this saying of, I'm not gonna take care of no grown men. Now she was telling this to me and my little brother and we were maybe, and my brother was maybe seven or eight or something like that. And it kind of instilled in me not to ask for help. Cause it was like, my mother's not taking care of no grown men and it kind of transferred this feeling of don't ask for help always figure it out on your own and there's some form of shame that comes with asking for help and what I've realized throughout the years is that some of the most strong people some of the most successful businesses are not built on one individual they're built because people are willing to lean and be supported by their team. And even that individual person who looks self-made, if you peel back a lot of those layers, what you will honest to God find is that they have a support system and a team and mentors that they can lean on that have taken them from one stage in their, in their life to a whole nother plateau. And so I just want, we, I just want to just, discuss with you talk to you about that today and our listenership with business casual yeah i i agree i think that a lot of strong people who are the pillars don't ask for help because they feel like it it becomes a burden on someone else or somehow it makes them weaker i feel this especially as an african-american woman i actually was watching it was a really cool documentary i wish i knew the name of it but i don't it was about black women and the strong black woman narrative and how it impacts black women so you know overall like we have higher rates of 
high blood pressure and obesity and we tend to take on everyone else's burdens without asking for help because it's just seen that black women are supposed to do that we are supposed to be these ride or die people no matter what and we are always the pillar of the family everybody leans back on to black women and I've noticed this kind of impact and even the way that I react to people because we don't always ask for help when we need it and then it becomes to a point where you can't hold the burden anymore and then it starts to impact the family anyway so it doesn't in any way make you less weak even with me growing up in my family it was just seen that if you ask you continuously you know ask for help somehow it's a burden on someone else or it somehow makes you weak because you're dependent on people right. and so I looked at asking for help as being dependent and I never wanted to feel that I wasn't you know as valuable as someone else or as strong because I was somehow dependent yeah I mean I feel like the dependent feeling that strong people get when they are at a place to ask for help it just comes from the lack of understanding that sometimes you have to trust people to do their job as well and one of the things that you need to master when it comes to business is delegating Mm -hmm. and a lot of times we confuse delegating with this feeling of I can't do it all so now I gotta break down and ask for help when actually no you're being a great leader by giving people the chance to succeed needed the most and one of the most damaging things that you can do to a new company to a new venture is to as the owner take on all the responsibility because what ends up happening is you you can't be great at everything and even if you're great at all of those things individually to keep up a company to keep it moving to keep it going for the lifeblood of that company to grow if you can't learn to delegate you're going to hit a ceiling that you can't get over and asking for help is something that is instinct like it's, it should be instinctual to moving forward but it's it's not especially in our communities where we're kind of thought of as weaker if we ask for help yeah and I I agree with that I mean taking it back a little bit to the business side that's what really makes a great leader someone who is able to look for great qualities in someone else a lot of us think that we have to have all the great qualities but that's not true and that's what makes you so great no that's that's completely false it's actually being able to find the skills that you lack in someone else and then preparing them like you said to be Uh, stronger themselves that's what makes a great leader and I think also when it comes to not wanting to kind of ask for help not only does it make you seem weak I think you also lose some level of control and I know with I don't know if you like me but I was that type of person that I wanted to be able to control everything and at that point 
it began to wear on me because you can't control everything. And the reason why I wanted to control everything is because I wanted to make sure that everything was perfect or everyone viewed me as just being perfect and knowing everything. Because if somehow somebody thought that I didn't know something or if I can't do it, it somehow didn't, I was no longer that great leader anymore, which is just not true. And also growing up in a community where, well, I didn't ask for a lot of help because it just wasn't there. Like I just didn't have the help. I kind of had to do it on my own because it was, I really didn't have the help to ask. But I think that we do need to step away from that in our communities that somehow it does make you weaker because there's like this running, I guess, joke in the comic world that somehow, you know, they will show like white women as very weak or, you know, and they were talking about like bills and stuff. They break down and black women, they don't. And it basically just makes black women have two narratives. And even in the media, you're either angry or you're sassy. And that's not, you don't really have very many options. So, you know, I think that eventually the, the narrative of not asking for help will break down on anyone you can't carry the weight of the world in within and like you said also a little earlier kind of going backwards a little bit when you see these great businesses usually there is a lot of people behind them right so we only see them but we don't necessarily see the people that move them forward and i talk to a lot of business owners that are doing really really well and although they've worked really hard, they also have been given opportunities by, like you said, talking to a great mentor or building a relationship and somebody actually gave them an opportunity to do something. So without those individuals, they wouldn't be where they are now. And so we have to understand that you have to ask for help in order for you to even expand and to grow. You have to ask for help. Most definitely. Um, <clears throat> my uncles like, were very, very integral in me getting to where I'm, I, I, I ultimately became because they were they were entrepreneurs so they told me hey man you need a lawyer hey you need to get your your accounting straight you need this you need that and <clears throat> there were times in my business early on where I was struggling with like not knowing how to get certain things on track and having this feeling of I should be able to figure this out I'm smart enough. I'm smart mm -hmm. enough. But the problem with being so smart a lot of times is that you're so smart that you end up being dumb. Uh, you end up not being able to see that there are resources that are begging to help you, that are that want to see you succeed. But because of your selfishness to say at the end, that once you build the company all the way to where it's supposed to be, for you to look back and go, I did that all on my own when really you could have been there in five years instead of 10 <laughs> if you would have asked for some help. You could have avoided pit stops that you lost your home, you lost cars, you lost, you know, things that you didn't have to lose if you just had just a little bit less um, self-absorption and you were, be able, you were able to humble yourself and say, you know what? like I need help you know what I'm saying what, what am I doing wrong what can I do to fast track my company and reaching out to people who have been there and done that 
is just not as pushed in our community as I feel like it should be. And one of the main things when I first started my business was, I, I know, you know, we're, we, we speak to the black community a lot here on this platform. And a lot of times a touchy subject is dealing with white people. And a lot of times black people will say, oh, well, the white man's holding me back or this man's holding me back. But some of the most integral people in my have been white. Some of the people that were willing to work with me early on and give me contracts and put me in positions of power, um, introduced me to situations that I'd normally, my, my community didn't have access to were white people. And sometimes we have to break down our barriers to be like, you know what? It's okay to ask the white person for help. Not all white people are out there to destroy us. You know, not all white people looking down on us. Some, some there are people out there that want to see us good. And it's okay to connect with the people that want to see us uplifted, you know? But the stigma in our community is, you know, they got their foot on our necks when a lot of times that may, that may be true but there are probably more times and more people next to you that want to help you than hurt you but we have to become humble and admit when we when we don't have the answers yeah i i agree with that as well i i think that we, we don't do enough. And I just had this conversation, believe it or not, this morning. I was actually talking to someone else about this exact same thing. And in our community, we don't have enough of that mentorship. And I like I said, I don't really care. They could be white, Hispanic, Asian, rainbow. I, I really don't care. But I think that our community doesn't ask for help, like you said, in general, because it's just not thought to do that. And in some cases, I don't want to say we're not willing, but in some cases there is this, you know, competition where if I help you, somehow it makes me less than, and we've got to stop that as well. But, you know, as being a leader and being able to expand, you need to be able to ask other people that have already done it and people that have already been there. And that's really how you lessen some of that weight because sometimes we feel like we're hitting up against a wall and it feels like we're just no matter how hard we go we're just not going anywhere and if you were able to talk to somebody that has been there they could tell you that that's normal that everybody goes through that but if you don't know that you will easily feel defeated like somehow I'm doing something wrong you know I just opened I got my EIN today and I don't have five million dollars in the bank oh man but if you talk to somebody they would tell you well that's really unrealistic but we don't ever do that we don't talk right. enough we don't get that that mentorship right and um i just think we need to challenge each other to think outside to be open to situations where we have fear because at the end of the day it's fear that's that's stopping us from asking people for help because we feel rejected or we feel less than and that fear creeps in that we're not enough and a lot of times when it the 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 situation or the circumstances requires you 
to lean on somebody else, it's a fear that that grips you and says, my whole life is going to fall to pieces if I let this person um, run on their own. You know, when not necessarily running on their own, they're supervised by you, but it's that overarching feeling of control and wanting to keep everything under your lock and under your key that is actually suppressing your company from reaching the height that it truly could reach if you were able to be mentored by people and say, you know what, that fear is real. That fear does have some type of validity, but you can't let that fear paralyze you and to keeping your company a, a four or five man company when it has the capabilities to become a 20 man company because a person with a 20 employee company has to delegate in ways that a person that has five employees just doesn't know about yet and we have to constantly seek out people that are in the positions that we want to be in and we can't be afraid to be rejected by the few that may say no I, I can't help you because truthfully what I've learned is that the people that a lot of people think would never help you those are the people that can't wait to help somebody that they see is on their same journey they can't wait to give that knowledge to somebody that they see is intelligent and is about to make a difference in their community but what stops us is our own self we can be our worst enemies when it comes to our progression in life and I just want to speak against that yeah, I mean, we definitely are usually our biggest critic. And the, what does stop people, it is the fear of rejection. And it, and the funny part about it is when somebody tells you no, it really doesn't do anything to you. Like, there's really not a negative impact that happens. So it's funny that humans have that mentality because nothing really happens uh, behind it. And like you said, the people that I've reached out to that I didn't think would ever respond to me are the ones that did. And that's why I always tell people when you're trying to go on a journey and you're trying to learn, make sure that you're open to it and let people know, like, it's okay to show that you're vulnerable because that, like I said, in the beginning, that was my biggest downfall is that I didn't want to show that I had any weaknesses whatsoever. And what happened was, is that people didn't help me because they didn't think I had any weaknesses. And so I felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders because I didn't tell anybody, like, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm dying here, I need help. And I wouldn't tell anyone. And it wasn't until I made it known that I could actually move forward or move past it when I kept it to myself like I was super stressed I was worried all the time I could not function and when you are that involved in whatever you're doing you can't be helpful to anyone especially your growth so you know I completely understand the person that's listening and you just kind of have that fear of letting go because you think if I let go I will lose control of this or if I let go somehow I won't be seen in the same light and that's just not true yeah it's it's definitely not true um that's a definite trick of the enemy to keep us that keep us um from achieving the heights from being the 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 balance in our 
in our family and our business it, it's 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 a poison to think that you are going to be the only reason that you reach success um and so i just thank everybody for tuning in to business casual this week um we 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 should be more comfortable asking for support asking for our listenership that are getting a little something out of this podcast to share to like to subscribe because it really does help our business you know it helps uh what we're trying to do it helps us reach more people when it's being shared on everybody's platform that's being um aligned with us so we just thank you so much thank you again on today um and thank you business casual listeners for even listening and taking the time to want to better your life absolutely have a great day all right peace hey business casual family acorns the easiest way to invest in the stock market with no hassle has sent us a link this link gives you the listeners an extra five dollars in your account to start investing with and we're looking to get 12 people subscribed if we get 12 people subscribed to acorns from this link big things are going to happen for the business casual podcast so we look forward to offering you more deals like this coming forward but we need our user engagement with business casual family to actually help us out and subscribe. Uh, Thank you so much. Bye.